The opinions and views expressed in this program do not reflect those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents. To find out more about this talk show or other talk shows broadcasting on KUCI, log on to our website at KUCI.org or check out the latest program guide. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine and KUCI.org on the net. Welcome to Prescriptions for Healing Conflict. I'm Lloyd. I'm the show's engineer, and your host is Mari Frank. Mari's been an attorney mediator for 26 years, and during that time she's resolved thousands of disputes as a neutral conflict healer. She's a member of the Orange County Superior Court Mediation Panel, and she's been a law professor of negotiations and mediation and presently teaches negotiations right here at UCI. She's the author of Negotiations Breakthroughs and co-author of Stepping Stones to Success and several other books. To listen to previous interviews, see upcoming guests, download podcasts, and learn more, visit www.conflicthealing.com. So Mari, what's your show about today? Lloyd, today our show is wonderful. It is about the upcoming Orange County Mediation Conference that's going to take place on Friday, March 16th, 2012. And I'm so thrilled. The other wonderful Lloyd in my life is Lloyd Felver. And he and I are going to have a little dog and pony show and kind of banter about this upcoming wonderful conference. So let me tell you about Lloyd Felver. He has been an attorney since 1980, litigating in the areas of personal injury, construction defect, contracts, insurance, um, a broker liability, homeowner association liability, wrongful termination, discrimination, and sexual harassment. And he was the 2011 chair of the Alternative Dispute Resolution Section of the Orange County Bar Association, of which I was a member and still am. And he does arbitrations and mediations privately through the courts and community service programs, as well as arbitrations for the Better Business Bureau and attorney fee arbitrations for the Orange County Bar and the State Bar. He happens to be vice chair of the Orange County Mediation Conference Committee, and we are partners in crime as co-chairs of the speakers at the conference. So I thought we'd have a lot of fun telling you about this wonderful upcoming event, and it's um, really run by nonprofit organizations, so it's great stuff. Lloyd, thank you so much for joining me. Well, thank you, Mari. Well, you want to start out by you asking me a question. We're going to play with this. You ask me a question, I'll ask you a question, and we'll just have fun. Okay. Well, since you've uh, actually been involved with the Mediation Conference a little bit longer than I have, just what is the Orange County Mediation Conference? Well, the Orange County Mediation Conference, believe it or not, has been going on for 20 years. And it was started by, um, by a group of nonprofits who were pretty much required to put on an annual conference under the Dispute Resolution Programs Act, which was back in the 80s. And so they put on this conference, and they have a guest speaker, and then they have wonderful breakout sessions, and they have continued it. And I've been involved with it for the past few years, and I've presented at the conference, and it's just a fabulous event. And and so what we do is we have people come in to come to the conference who are interested in peaceful solutions to conflict. They're mediators. Some of them are arbitrators. Some of them are attorneys that want to learn how to mediate. 
There are people who are non-attorneys that want to learn how to mediate. And so they can come in and get wonderful training for a day, fabulous networking, getting to know people like you, one of my favorites. And it's just, it's just a wonderful conference. So now I get to ask you. Okay. <laughs> Let's tell our audience, um, basically, in case they don't know, what is mediation and how is it different from arbitration and a court adjudication? Well, as you know, Mark, as you attended it, last year I did a, an hour and 15-minute presentation on just that topic. But it, it, the short version of it is that in, um, in mediation, you have a mediator who helps the parties uh, work out their own solution, while in the trial or in the courts, you have somebody who is basically telling the uh, participants what it is going to happen as a result of that trial or that arbitration. So what happens in a, in a trial or an arbitration is that the parties come in, they submit their dispute, and the judge makes the decision. He, he, they submit all the control over the final outcome to that judge or that arbitrator. When you come into a mediation, the mediator doesn't make any decisions at all. The mediator uh, sits there and he can play referee rather than, uh, rather than an arbitrator or a judge, and he helps the people reach their own resolution so that the parties maintain control of the actual outcome. The mediator does not control the outcome, and the parties do. That's the big difference between the two. And it's so empowering for the clients because they resolve their own dispute, only they're getting a guide like you to, uh, or me to help them to do that. That's, that's so true. And sometimes that's all it takes is just having that extra person there to make sure that emotions don't flare, uh, that the lines of communication stay open, and to give a voice to what the parties may have heard over and over and over again a thousand times, but just to have somebody else say the same thing, it will click. You know, when you're having an argument with your husband, Mari, sometimes I'm sure with him and with you, the things that they're saying just go right over your head. They don't sink in, but let your neighbor say the same exact thing. and Oh, that's important. Exactly. And also, sometimes the mediator is going to spend a lot of time making sure that everybody gets heard. So if you're fighting with your wife, maybe she's not listening to you and you're not listening to her. But if you're in a mediation doing it, and we shouldn't talk about fighting with our husbands <laughs> and wives because Lloyd's going to hear this. But, but if you're in a conflict with somebody, lots of times you don't really hear what they have to say. And in your mediation, the, mediati the mediator will make sure that everybody gets heard and heard fairly. So that's really cool, too. It is. And, and one of the things I tell people straight out is that when you come to mediation and you're in a dispute, you're generally dealing with that emotional impact like somebody hits you in the stomach. And, and so you're, you're going from your gut reactions. And what the job of the mediator is essentially to take you from that guttural reaction up to a, as much as possible a completely rational decision. Sometimes that, that is very um, easy to do, and sometimes it might as well be uh, the distance to the stars to get it done just to move those two feet. But that's the basic idea of what the mediator is trying to do. Right. And instead of in, in court and when you're in arbitration, you're arguing your point, your position. Whereas in mediation, you and I as mediators are there to say, it, look, all of you may be right. It doesn't even matter. You're all right, but you can argue positions and I'm not going to make the decision. So now let's turn this into some problem solving so we can find solutions. Even though you are right, that's not going to settle. Well, how to settle is that we're going to problem solve it, which is so much more civil, isn't it? It is, and, and it's, I always say I'm all about options. You know, th throw out options. Everybody come up with an idea. Some of them work, some of them don't work, but even the crazy ones wind up being the ones that work the best. Yep, 
and you brainstorm. Yes. Okay. So you were going to ask me, how about you asking me a question? Okay. <laughs> All right, Mari, who puts on the uh, Orange County Mediation Conference? That's a great question. The, the conference is put on really by two of the uh, nonprofit organizations that have enlisted people who are also private people that volunteer for these organizations. So we have community service programs that you volunteer for and the Human Relations Commission, which I volunteer for. So everybody on the Orange County, um, uh, Orange County Mediation Conference Committee really participates in one of these two wonderful DERPA programs, which is the Dispute Resolution Programs Act. So that's, that's really who is putting on the conference along with all of the wonderful speakers that we have and the presenters doing workshops. So um, let's talk a little bit about the overview of the schedule so they get a better idea. Lloyd, why don't you tell them? Okay. Well, it'll start off uh, at 8.30 in the morning, and we're going to have uh, registration, and, and there'll be breakfast available and some networking. And free breakfast, right? Free breakfast, yes. It's included with the price of admission. And um, then we're going to have some introductions. Uh, the, the, it's being put on at the Orange County Sheriff's Academy this year, which is on the campus of uh, the Santa Ana College on the old Tustin Marine Base. Um, so those people will be there to, uh, to welcome everybody. And then we're going to have a keynote speaker. Uh, and uh, then we're going to have some 15 uh, workshops uh, put on by various different people, mediators, judges, and the like. And then uh, at lunchtime, we're going to have some more speakers. And then in the afternoon, we're, there's going to be some more workshops. Wait a minute. You forgot to say we're having free lunch, too. Breakfast and lunch are That's included. Right. You're going to be uh, educated and, and full and happy by the time it's <laughs> You're going to be educated and fed at the same time, right? Yes. <laughs> and, and we're going to end it up with a closing uh, get-together with some opportunity drawings and some door prizes and things like that. So you could uh, actually walk out uh, with something that you didn't walk in with besides knowledge. Yeah, you're going to walk out a lot richer. You're going to be full. You're going to have a lot of fun. You're going to have great networking. It's going to be great. Yes, you might actually get a door prize. Yeah. Well, I think we should talk about some of our special guests that are going to come there, too. Yeah, who are the keynote speakers? Okay, the keynote speakers, first of all, I'm really excited that we have Doug Null, who actually was on this radio show. He was so articulate and fascinating that I told the committee about it, and they all loved him, too. So we invited him to be a speaker. And so he is our keynote speaker to talk about Elusive Peace. How? Oh, that, no, that's the name of his book, Elusive Peace, How Modern diplomatic strategies could better resolve the world uh, world conflicts. And guess what? That was a winner of the International and Justice Book Award for 2011. In fact, he just recently got an award in January in New York City for this. So that, that's pretty exciting. And his keynote is the next generation of mediation, how you can make a difference in the world as a peacemaker. So that's pretty exciting. Now he's going to be in the morning, right? Yeah, he's in the morning. And, and we're going to have some more speakers at lunch? Yes, we're going to have two more speakers at lunch. We're going to have the Honorable Kirk Nakamura, who is with the Orange County Superior Court, and he runs the Orange County Mediation Civil Panel so that when people are in dispute in the civil panel, he will... He will ask them to go out and get a reduced fee to try mediation to try and settle the case. And then we also have the Honorable John Flynn III, who is also an Orange County Superior Court judge, and he runs the program that deals with the Community Service Program and the Human Relations Commission to do mediation. And, the, and a lot of those people who do mediation are non-mediators, are non-attorneys, right? 
Correct, and, and a lot of them do mediations through the small claims court, especially under Judge Flynn. Yeah. In fact, I, I spend most Mondays uh, taking mediation out of Judge uh, Flynn's uh, department in small claims down in Laguna Hill. And both of these judges are really proponents of mediation, and they're really wonderful guys and lots of fun to listen to. So that's the luncheon speakers. And then in the morning, I forgot to tell you that we have really special guests. We have Dr. Arlinda Martinez, who is president of Santa Ana College. And she that Santa Ana College owns this beautiful Orange County Sheriff's Department's Regional Training Academy. And that academy in Tustin is on the old Marine base, and it's all state-of-the-art. I mean, there's free parking. It's a, isn't it a gorgeous facility, Lloyd? Oh, yes. When we walked through there, uh, it, was, it was just absolutely Unbelievable. The rooms are nice and big, and there's plenty of, uh, of things for people to look around and see and, and all kinds of video equipment and everything like that. Yeah, and you can only get in there if you're there for some you know business purpose, so it's a great way to get in there. And then we're also going to have a, uh, Dave Nicewanger, who is a captain, Captain Nicewanger. He's the captain with the Orange County Sheriff's Department, and he's in charge of all the training for all of the officers um, and the peace officers and the sheriff reserve, everything. So he's a wonderful guy, and he is going to welcome us. And then a very special guest at lunchtime, we have Senator Mimi Walters, who is a California state senator, who also is a proponent of peacemaking in this county. And so she'll be there to welcome us. And then, as you said before, you know, we we just have a great day where we're going to even have door prizes at the end. So sounds like fun? Yeah, yes, it sounds like great fun. Everybody should stay till the end. <laughs> exactly. Okay, so um, uh, tell us more about the workshops in the morning. What are they, and, and what are they all about? Well, in the morning, they'll start around 1040 or thereabouts, and they'll be about an hour and 15 minutes long. Uh, one of them will be put on by uh, Deborah Dupree and uh, her friend uh, Brian Boljat called Recognizing the High Conflict Personality, Tips and Strategies uh, for Attorneys, and so forth. Uh, basically, it's a, we're hopefully going to have... Um, mandatory continuing legal education for attorneys for that one. Uh, and then the, another one that's going to be put on at that time is Elizabeth Moreno and Gemma George and John Garman, Ethical Duties and Eliminating Bias in Mediation. That's a real important one, too. It because... is a real important one, and it, it also will be MCLE credit for one of the most, uh, for the specialty credit of bias, which is kind of hard to get these days. So the specialty credits are always important to get. And, and it's an interesting one, too. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Um, then we also have James Armendarius, uh, Captain Linda Solaris, um, on the police and community conflict management, a different perspective. And it's my understanding we're trying to, we haven't necessarily got it qualified yet for post-training for officers. Is that correct? Right, because we're, we're inviting the regulars as well as sheriff reserves to come as well. Great. And then uh, we're going to actually have some judges putting on some presentations. Judge James Gray, along with Shannon Lamb and Todd Freeland, are going to be doing a presentation called Making Mediation Work, Tips from Both Sides of the Table, and that, again, will have MCLE credit uh, for general MCLE. And that's going to be good, especially for those who um, may not be familiar with the mediation process because it'll be a give and take with uh, both sides, plaintiffs and defendants, those who are making claims and those who are defending claims, as well as the judge telling you what each side is thinking during the course of a mediation. That should be very instructive. Yeah. 
And then the last and by the one, way, James Gray is really well known. Yes, he, yes. he was a uh, he's retired from the Orange County Superior Court as a judge, but he's also been a real proponent of making marijuana legal. And the reason why is because he ran the drug court, and he said that actually um, making it legal would would keep the the drugs away from kids, just like alcohol. So he has some really interesting points, but he is very charismatic and engaging. So that he's a great one to to have here. Right, and then the other uh, final one that we're doing in the morning is Ronald Sapantic uh, and Catherine Dager uh, on breaking through impasse. And that's basically, in every mediation, there comes a point when nobody wants to move. Everybody's got their heels so firmly dug into the sand that you don't think there's going to be any way to resolve this, this uh, issue. And breaking through impasse is to tell you how to get through that one moment where nobody wants to do anything. And you can actually make people get past that and resolve the issue. Uh, and there are as many ways of doing that as there are people in the world. And sometimes it's very surprising as to what will actually break the impasse. So that should be a very, very interesting program as well. And he, we've heard him before. He's coming in from L.A. And he's been um, a longtime mediator and collaborative lawyer. I've known him for years. He is very good, very engaging. And hasn't he also presented in the past at the conference? Yeah, he was there last year. Yes. Yeah. What do we have in the afternoon as far as conference? Uh, workshops, Mari? Well, after an hour and a half of lunch and, and fun and some interactive exercise, we're going to have some great programs. The first one I want to talk about is you. You and Fred Ashley and Laura Scott are going to do ethical considerations for use of social media. And that is a biggie because now we know everybody's using social media. And what what does that mean if you're a mediator and you and you start putting things on social media that might reveal, or or if your um, clients start revealing, and all the different issues that that come out in social media that people find out about you? Any any numerate, it's it's beyond belief how how long that list can be of the things that can go wrong by using social media, and it also will deal with what you can and can't do in uh, ethically in uh, putting things on your own social media sites. And yeah. The use of things like LinkedIn and Facebook and things like that. Yeah, and and that is another one of these credits. That's the ethics credit. That's one of the specialty credits. That's harder to get for attorneys. So that's a wonderful one to get 1.25 hours of that. So I know that Lloyd is wonderful, and you're hearing him now, and he's just going to be very engaging with with Fred and Laura. Another one at that same time is going to be Jan Frankel Shaw, and she's terrific too. And hers is called. Enforcing Mediated Settlements in the Age of Facebook. So again, what is that all about? And that's going to be MCLE regular credit. And then we have Paula Garb. This is a really fascinating one. She's going to be doing a lot of videos in this. The name of her program is Meeting the Needs of Mediators in Violent Environments. And she is a professor at UCI, and she's a mediator. And she also runs the Peace Institute at UCI. And she's on our advisory board for the Orange County Mediation Conference, and she's wonderful. We're trying to give post credit for that because she's going to show in these videos how to mediate gang disputes, which is going to be really engaging. And then we have Maria Simpson, who's going to be doing Preserving Identity, a key element of ensuring dignity in mediation, and that's going to be MCLE credit. And then Jennifer Artem, who is one of our dear friends, and she is the director of community service programs. Um, she and Roseanne Martinez are going to do this one on called Is Neutrality Possible in Mediation? 
So that is, you know, it's kind of hard. We're all human beings. How can we really be neutral? And it's always a challenge to make yourself non-judgmental. That's that's always an intention I have, which I know you do too, when you walk into a mediation is to be open and receptive and neutral. Right. It's sort of an idea of how to take yourself out of the mediation or why you shouldn't and why you should. Yes. And then we also have a, a transition and a break. And then we have... We have Mari Frank. Yes, so you can tell about those. (laughs) (laughs) Ethics and privacy, protecting clients and the mediation process. What's that all about? Well, ethics and privacy, there's a lot of times that we might think we're being confidential when we're sending an email, but we haven't encrypted it, and then somebody else opens that email or has access to that email, and all the confidentiality all the confidentiality goes down the drain. So that's just one of the thoughts. And, yes, just, and anybody who has seen an email from Mari Frank knows that you have about a page and a half worth of confidentiality <laughs> in your email. And if there's anything confidential, I always send it encrypted in a, in a file. So we're going to talk about all the ethics and, and what the, this is especially for attorneys, accountants, and paralegals, especially because we're going to be talking about what are the ethical duties that we have under the business and professions code and how do we actually comply with that to keep confidence and to be competent. If you don't, if we as attorneys and mediators don't find out what the products are that can protect our, our, our confidences, like if we have, for example, a draft agreement and we have it on our computer and it's not encrypted and it's up in the cloud and the cloud is hacked, oh my goodness, what have we done? So we have a duty to know what products to use too. To be competent. So there's a lot of stuff in this new age that are really scary. Then we have uh, Deborah Rocha, who happens to be our chair, and she's going to talk about bringing peace into the room. Rapport comes first, and that's also MCLE. You want to talk about the others? Yeah, Kathy Samizu, uh, getting past perceptions, learning to listen with empathy. And I think that's dealing with one of the things um, I work with Kathy a lot. She used to uh, be the person in charge of the mediation panel down in the Laguna Hills Courthouse. And so I worked with her for about a year, year and a half, and she's very good at this. Uh, the basic idea is that the two best important tools, the two most important tools, rather, of a mediator are his ears or her ears. You want to listen, and you want to listen like you are understanding what they're saying and, and that you hear where they're coming from and how important that is because uh, people have to know that you are interested in what they're saying and put some value in it in order for them to trust you and to trust the process. Right. And then we have uh, Priya Ing- Ivangar, and she is doing Mastering the Language in Mediation, and she does international mediations all over the world. She's from India. She does them in India. She does them in Europe and Asia. So she's going to talk about really mastering the language and having to understand the body language and all of the different languages that are used in mediation. And then we have Kim Adams and Steve Weinberg who are doing mediating the insured claim because there's lots of insurance claims. If you're in a car accident and your carrier is fighting another carrier, that those are some things. Or if there's a sexual harassment claim in a workshop, I mean, in a workplace, that how do you do that? And so she's, they're going to talk about that. It's very important, too, because the insurance companies control much of the litigation when you're actually in court for those things. Uh, it's since they're paying all the bills and they will pay whatever judgment there is, too. So they're in control of it, and you have to know how to deal with uh, the insurance adjusters, what they're looking for, the, the hoops that they have to jump through in order to understand their approach towards the mediation itself. Right. So did you want to ask me something else? <laughs> okay. Uh, 
What are the advantages of mediation, Mari? Oh, my goodness. There's some wonderful advantages of mediation. First of all, one of the ones that you know that is close to my heart is privacy. Mediation is the only dispute resolution that, that really can keep all of your dirty laundry private. You get a private agreement. You don't have to file it with the court. And that is one of the top things is that whatever you say in mediation can never be brought against you in a court of law. That's that's very, very good because you're then free and trusting in the process to say what you really want to say. And maybe you make an offer that you don't want to really you know, you, you thought about it after you said it, and you don't want that to ever get into court. It will never get into court. Well, at least not in the civil court. It might, if there are criminal charges, like you're threatening somebody to, that you're going to kill them or something like that, then that's a yeah, story. Yeah, yeah. But, but what goes on about this, this settlement is, is, uh, is not admissible. And in fact, the mediator cannot be called can to testify be asked by, yeah. the, by the court, but you cannot tell the court or be compelled to testify to the court what happened in the mediation. Because there's a specific statute that declares the mediator incompetent to make such testimony. And that, that's what keeps it, us really, tr- you know, that they can trust us. That's because right. we can't testify against them. We cannot reveal any of the confidences or we'd be committing malpractice. So that's another real advantage that they can trust us. They may not be able to trust the other side, and hopefully they'll trust us and they'll trust the process. And, and when you trust, you're, you're more open and more willing to look at things. So that's one thing. The other thing is litigation is extremely costly because you think about your attorney has to call the other attorney and they have to call you back. And then, then you have all these court hearings that you have to pay for your attorney to go to court. And then they sit there for hours. And then it's very expensive for court reporters and depositions and discovery. There is a, a huge difference in the cost of of resolving conflict and also the stress. How about the stress, Lloyd? Oh, yeah. People, even if they uh, get through the whole process and win or lose, they're going to still distrust or dislike or even hate the other side. Whereas I've seen mediations where they may agree to disagree, but they wind up accepting that the other person has a point of view and they understand that point of view. And they get Even if to, they don't agree with it. Yeah, and they finally get the thing over with, and they get the thing over with only when they agree. And, yeah, they may not get everything they want, but they're not going to agree until they're comfortable. And so by that time, they're more committed. So the thing will really and truly end, whereas in litigation, it may never end. You may go to appeal. You may Even if you don't go to a, a, appeal, you may just be angry the rest of your life. So this way, you really are empowered to make your own decisions. Right, and even if you do uh, get a judgment in court, you still got to go out and try to collect on it, and the court doesn't do that for you. You have to go through a whole uh, complicated process that's going to cost you even more money and, and more time. Right, so we're talking about saving on money, saving on stress, having privacy, having confidential, and especially if you're in business, who wants to have your all of your business uh, out there, you know, financial situations or things that went wrong in the business, do you really want your competitor to know that? No, you want to keep that kind of private, right? Right. If, if you go to court, it's all under uh, oath and it's all public record. When you're in the mediation, it stays private. Exactly. Well, you know, we are just about out of time. So who should go to this conference, Lloyd? The people who should go to this conference are basically anybody who's interested in mediation. Um, it can be people who want to be mediators people who are already are mediators, whether they are attorneys or whether they are private citizens, um, uh, people who want to know what the mediators think and how come they, they come up with the crazy ideas that they come up with or the, the way they structure the mediations 
should should go to it so that they understand the process better. You'd be surprised at how many attorneys don't understand what a mediation is. And and also people who just are interested in in better ways of resolving disputes. They might not they might get excited about becoming a mediator, but even if they aren't, they're really going to get a lot out of it. But we are out of time. Oh boy. So why don't you just give the website and then we're going to see everybody there, I hope. Fantastic. The website is ocmediationconference.org. Well, Lloyd, you are wonderful and it's always such a pleasure to be co-chair with you in this wonderful event. We love you. Thank you. Thank you, Mari. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. You've been listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine and KUCI.org on the net. I'm Mari Frank, host of Prescriptions for Healing Conflict. Join us every Monday morning at 8.30 and visit our website at conflicthealing.com. Thank you. expressed in this program do not reflect those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents.